1: This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis.
2: Hi there, it's Jen Duplassus. Welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. So today in this episode, we are going to be talking with Nate Jones of Structurally about really engagement and conversion ratios. I think that's really the biggest thing. One of the things that we talk about all the time on this podcast and in the mortgage and real estate space is that we need more leads. We need more leads. And yes, I get it. We do need more leads. But if we can convert what we have, we can make another hundred grand a year. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. We just need to be able to convert it. So I want to get our guest on here, Nate, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thank you, Jen. I really appreciate uh, being on. I'm excited yeah. to, to talk about lead conversion and uh, yeah. everything that your listeners can be doing to help with that.
2: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I can't wait. So one of the things I talk about a lot, I just want to kind of preface this, is that uh, conversions for me are due to a lack of sales skills, a lack of service skills, maybe not getting back in time, right? A lack of system skills, not having a system to get back. And then the fourth is a lack of sourcing skills. So sometimes conversions are a problem because of where the source is. They're just kind of throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall. And so in my practice, when I'm coaching people, that's what we focus on is those four areas. So I'd like to hear from you, I want to hear about you and uh, why you started the company structurally.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really love those four points specifically. So I'm excited to dive in on those, but we really started structurally to help scale conversations. I was, I've been listening to your podcast and I know that you help your coaching clients take back their personal life yeah. rather than trying to stab so many real estate agents and uh, lenders who are the, the people we work with. I have so much respect for them because they have no personal life. Their work never stops. There's no fine I think line.
2: I think reinforcing that for everybody. <laughs>
0: it, just, it never stops. There's no end between work and life sometimes and having systems and sales skills and sourcing skills. All of those set up go uh, go into play to help you take back your personal life. And that's really why we started Structurally. Structurally engages, nurtures, and qualifies online leads 24-7, 365, through text messaging. So when a lead comes in through Zillow Mortgage or Realtor.com, we're there to respond to them, follow up with them, and have a two-way conversation to hopefully set them up for an appointment down the road. So, we really stumbled out upon that idea. You know, we've been really focused on real estate for a while, but it's a natural progression to get into to mortgage because obviously they work so closely yeah. together. But it's really about helping to augment the role of an agent, a lender, or an inside sales agent to help convert more leads without any of the work uh, or at least less of the work. Because like you said, when we started, I don't think that people have a lead generation problem. They have a lead conversion problem. Yeah, I think, and something that I've I've talked about before is I think everyone listening could turn off their lead generation efforts and mine through their their gold mine of existing leads and be almost better off than they were before, just because there's so much opportunity there. Yeah, uh, and that can be leveraged and and, uh, sifted through like with products like ours and systems, like I'm sure you coach and teach about.
2: Yeah. And it's a good point. I was sp- speaking with one of my clients yesterday and he said, I have a horrible conversion rate. I have a horrible conversion rate yet. He didn't have, ac- he didn't even have tracking. Right. We, cause I've just started coaching him. I said, well, you don't know you do until you actually track things. Right. So you need a system in place, but it turns out he has a 68% conversion ratio. And he no. said, well, it's not as good as what you said yours was. And I said, but it's not about me. It's about you. But let's go back to the, those that we didn't convert and figure out why. Why didn't they convert yeah. and learn from that and now put new systems in place so that we can learn from that? So I love hearing what you're talking about there. And there's a book called Acres of Diamonds. And it's that, you know, we are sitting on acres of diamonds in our own databases and we just don't even know it. Instead, we're, mm-hmm. we have our binoculars and we're constantly looking for something else. And yeah. it's really, it's crazy that everyone does that. Tell us a little bit about you. I mean, where do, where are you coming from a tech world? Are you coming from, where, what's a little bit about you that said, you know, this is a problem that needs to be solved?
0: Yeah. So I am co-founder and CEO of Structurally. I, I come from a real estate technology background. Actually, I studied Uh, urban planning and geographic information systems at Iowa State University in in good old Ames, Iowa. And I think that that has set me up really well to help in real estate and technology. So I come from more of a systems and tech uh, perspective, just because I I learned how to kind of code in in school, but don't really use it much anymore. But then on top of that, I'm really focused on systems. I love to work on systems. I love to help people leverage their Business. We have a pretty relatively small team here at Structurally, and we even use our own product to help with our sales just because it's yeah. it's a really good opportunity to stay in front of our leads, just like I'm going to be talking about how to stay in front of your leads. Right. Um, it just it means that we can take our team quite a bit further. One of our mottos here at Structurally is do more with less. And I, I think that every real estate agent, lender, I think every one of, every one of them are very entrepreneurial and have a similar mindset because it's usually a smaller team for the most part that you're working with. Sometimes yourself, sometimes you and another, uh, your, your spouse or not just one other member of your team. And you have to be looking constantly about how you can do more with less.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think again, tracking, I think is one of the most important things because, and I hound on that all the time, tracking, tracking, tracking. You have to know your numbers. You have to know what the situation is so that you can make changes in your business to accommodate what you've discovered through the tracking right? Yeah. And that's why people just run around like chickens with their head cut off all the time. So help me understand. I want to I ask you a couple questions here because I'm the voice of everybody who's listening saying, hey, okay, this is kind of cool. It's a, kind of like having an inside assistant, right? To follow up. And this is the biggest problem that loan officers have. And quite frankly, realtors, I coach them too, is follow up. Follow up, follow up, follow up. It's, it's just the craziest thing. And so this is like having an assistant taking care of some of your follow up and doing it in a manner that like you were saying through texting and maybe yeah. having a voice of the person. So it's more like them, I hope. And But my question really lies in your comment about saying that, that everything was coming from Zillow or an online lead. So what about loan officers that don't have online leads? What about those that don't pay for Zillow relationships mm-hmm. with realtors or don't have anything online and they sort of get some referrals here and there from their activities online, you know, in, in social media. So how can you help those people? Because that's the lion's share of the people that are out there having problems with follow-up.
0: Yeah. And it kind of comes back to what I was talking about earlier, that there's, there's gold in your database. And regardless of if you're buying leads or generating your own leads or getting referrals, you're still building your database, Mm-hmm. Uh, and you still need to stay in front of them and follow up with them constantly, whether that's through emails or direct mail or any number of marketing
2: calls. messages, yeah.
0: <laughs> phone calls. And that's one thing that we've been studying constantly. Text messaging is evolving to be one of the most read and kind of active channels to communicate with, with any leads. Emails are relatively dying. No one reads emails anymore. Phone yeah. calls uh, we did an entire webinar here about dials are dying. And this was kind of uh, six to eight months ago. Right. So before all the virus, dials, phone calls are making a small comeback during the coronavirus. Yeah. Just because more people are at home, they want to talk to people. I actually mm-hmm. saw some stats recently that during the kind of stay at home, shelter at home, phone calls through Verizon are up like consistently more than Mother's Day which is one of the most highly uh, high volume days that people make phone calls. So dials are making a comeback, but text messaging is still extremely important. Nine out of 10 text messages get read. And so that's something that we preach here too. If you have a, a referral database, if you have an old database, you need to somehow still get a hold of them. And text messaging is a really unintrusive, simple way to just spur up a conversation. And so that's something that we can help with, too, is you can kind of upload your database, segment it, send a message out and say, hey, I know things are crazy right now. I wanted to see if you're considering buying a house in the near future. Is that something we can help you get started with on uh, with a loan? Yeah. Just you know, staying in front of them because nine out of ten read it and we see about a 57 percent engagement rate. So 57 percent of people are texting us back initially. Yeah. And then we actually have the two-way conversation. Right, versus so
2: email, the- I think, yeah, the open rate's like, you know, if you get a 10 or 15% open rate, you're great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I think that's good. And I've always been an advocate of a negative thing here. Uh, I've been an advocate of not hiding behind the keyboard, right? Having keyboard confidence. So so how does not hiding behind a keyboard transcend into texting are you doing audio are you doing video texting what are you finding in the stats there other than just the plain text because to me that's still hiding behind technology i mean behind your keyboard
0: yeah there's a few things that we do to really so i like to call this kind of part of our product and our methodology kind of authentic automation Uh we don't want you to hide behind the keyboard we don't want you to hide behind a product like ours we position our product as kind of an assistant to you and reach out as a third party and say, Hey, this is Alex with, with Jen at uh, Best Broker, yeah. Best Mortgage Broker.
2: The doctor, then- the doctor call, like, Hey, this is the nurse from the doctor's office giving you the test results. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. And then we do things like our product has emojis, mm-hmm. purposeful typos and gifts, awesome. gift messages, yeah. And those go so far to just letting them know, the, the yeah. lead know that you're a human, you're here to listen, you're here to talk. While you're not actually talking yeah. to them, it still feels very personal. Texting is usually a channel that's meant for friends. It's a, it's a pretty personal channel. So if you're texting someone, you're kind of getting into their life. And we want to keep that conversation short. So usually when we get a hold of them after sending gifts and emojis and typos, 57% respond. We have that conversation kind of two way back, asking some pre-qualification questions, what type of loan, what's your, uh, do you know your credit score, things like that. But then we always lead into an appointment, a phone call appointment.
2: Always, yeah.
0: We always set that up and say, when are you available? When would you like to talk to our team leader? And we always transition that handoff from our assistant to you in the form of a phone call so that what we found is they're more likely to actually pick up the phone rather than just a cold call because no one answers cold calls anymore. Of course. And so the pickup rate is so much higher after you just introduced yourself via a text message conversation.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So um, it kind of sounds like a bot.
0: In a way it is, but we've done a lot of things to make, we don't really like that word because- uh-huh. there's Yeah, a lot
2: but, of yeah, it's, it's what's out there, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's some negative connotation around that, but yeah. we do things like have purposeful typos, emojis and gifts to go a long way. And our conversations had millions and millions of conversations with people looking for loans and houses, buyers, sellers, renters, refis, new home loans. We've had millions of conversations and we've done a lot of things in these conversations to make it feel extremely empathetic. If someone says they're looking for a VA loan or a veteran, we say, thank you for your service, things like that. If they say, oh, I'm going through a divorce, we say, I'm so sorry to hear that. And we do all these little things to make the, the lead feel heard and understood because that's all people care about. They want to be heard and understood. And that's something that we take Uh, to kind of a next level in our text message conversations, which is the same thing that you should be doing on your phone conversations. It's not about... about Yeah,
2: Yeah, you wouldn't say the same thing every time. Yeah, I love that. So when you send a text message, you know, in in talking about the context of someone who has a full database and doesn't do online marketing, but wants to reconnect with their database just to see how things are going, are you able to turn on a dime and say, hey, look, we just had a snowstorm. I want to... Ask them how they're doing in the snowstorm. We're in a pandemic. Can I talk to them about how do they feel so that I don't just dive into, Hey, are you thinking about buying or selling? Because to me, it's very unauthentic right now. Other than just how are you doing? Is there anything I can help you with? So are you able to turn on a dime? And then the second part of that question is, is it a mass text that they? And I'm I'm sure that you segment it. There's a couple of different apps out there that that you can send the same text to a thousand people, but they think it's just to them. So yep. How does that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So to answer your first question, we have a feature called script customization. So you can we, we analyze our scripting, the, the two-way conversations and the drip messages that we have with our millions of leads constantly. And so we pre-write some based on our data and our evidence and what's going on. So like, for example, we wrote all of our scripts to be a coronavirus friendly. Yes. Obviously, that is something that's extremely important. It would be Naive of us to go out and say, "Hey, you want to get a loan?" Uh, so we've we've changed our messaging to say, "Hey, I know the world's crazy right now. Wanted yeah. to see what your what your hopes were for uh, buying a house after this all subsides." Yeah. So we make those little changes to stay relevant, but then also offer script customization so that you can write your own scripts from scratch. Yeah. It's an extremely powerful feature, and so you can kind of. We've seen people put video links. We've seen people put like calendly links so people yeah. can schedule, schedule appointments kind of automatically. So we've, we've seen people take full advantage of it to really showcase their unique kind of selling value and proposition and really kind of take that authenticity to the next level too.
2: Yeah, and it's their personality as such. And I'm glad you mentioned Callum Blake because it's a comment I just wrote down here. I wanted to ask about that. I was thinking when I was in lending, the last thing I needed is a phone call that says, hey, you're going to have an appointment in a few minutes. No, I can't. I can't. So that's, that's really cool too. So let's talk about how many touches are made and when can it be turned off when someone goes into, you know, I always think of these categories, you know, is that I have passive clients that are three to six months out for whatever reason, right? It could be credit. It could be they have to get a divorce. They have to get married. They have to have a child, right? There's all these reasons. And then clients that are active clients that are inside of three months. And then sometimes the six month client converts faster than the three month client. And at that point, there would need to be triggered to end the texting for the conversion. So how does that play in as well? And how difficult is it to manage for a loan officer and a realtor who's running amok?
0: Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And something I want to start with here is most contacts respond after between the fifth and eighth attempt. Most lenders and realtors and salespeople in general give up after the, the second or third. It yep. just doesn't make sense, but again, it's hard to follow up with hundreds of leads that many times. So our product follows up with leads, for the most part, uh, 26 times over 12 months. And that's a variety of different touch points, GIFs. The messages are all sorts of different, uh, written differently based on where the lead's coming from, what type of lead they are, etc. But as soon as they respond, let's say three months from now after the uh, probably 14th touch, we have that conversation with them right then and there, too. So the drip messages stop at that point, and then we have that two-way back and conversation back and forth. And I'm really really glad you brought up that kind of categorization of leads in between the, the 30 days and three months. We ask those questions of the lead, What's your time frame to move? How ready are you to go? That then
2: segments. Yeah. yeah,
0: and we automatically categorize those leads for you. And then you can kind of filter them in our product, kind of like the lightweight CRM, and manage them however you want. So okay, that's yeah, kind of yeah, all done for you.
2: Yeah, um, and you're a, you're a guy after my own heart because I'm all about systems. My my degrees in architecture and engineering, so I'm I'm very system oriented. And I got I got the segmentation meet I'm like, yes, yes, that's perfect. Because you know you interact with them less frequently when they're further out than you do when they're they're close in. But when we have a first conversation with them, you know, so we we engage with them for whatever the purpose is, and then we finally have a phone call, right? Or we have a strategy session with them. The trigger doesn't stop there, right? Because sometimes it's just, we're dripping to them and we want to keep in touch with them, but they're not quite ready to take that action. So we can, we can turn off the trigger when they're finally under contract, when they're finally refinancing or buying, correct?
0: Yeah. You can take over our conversations at any point. You can step in whenever you want. You can turn it off. Whatever you want. But we also have a, another feature called re drips, which is a really interesting one. It's kind of touching on what you're talking about, where if a, if a lead says, you know what, I'm not ready to go for another year, which happens all the time that yeah. leads There's like
2: that. Up, but now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so we actually listen to that. If they say they're a year out, we follow up with them automatically about nine months, so a little leeway time, about nine months from when they had that conversation. So we take care of that kind of automated follow-up.
2: Yeah, you. and see, that's where people slip through the cracks. And it's funny because loan officers and realtors will have some other type of drip system in the meantime. They're inviting them to an event, they're, they have newsletters, recipes, whatever else. I mean, so they've got some little dibble-dabbles going on, but they're mm-hmm. always, that's where the gap is because to me, that's not engagement, right? To me, that is... Me giving you stuff. Me giving you yeah. stuff. I keep giving you stuff. And. And then, then we finally send something, or call, or see them online holding a sold sign at a title company, right? <laughs> we go, oh my gosh, we missed yeah. that opportunity. I mean, I've been sending them stuff. How come they didn't call me, right? So I like that you put something in there that's a reminder for that. And I mean, really, for me, this is a this is a digital reminder system, right? It's I don't have to worry about it. Okay. It's it takes care of some of those pieces for me as well. What has been your conversion? How, what kind of stats do you have on, like, give me an example of someone that had a hundred leads. Cause I'll tell you, I've got a client who needs this. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, I, we're, I'm no longer coaching him. He's okay. I hope, I hope. But when I first started working with him, it was May of last year. He had 115 referrals and he had closed 15 loans. Yeah. A lot of work.
0: Yeah.
2: A lot of work. And some of them had slipped through the cracks and some of them went elsewhere. Some of them were coming from Zillow because he had a relationship with a realtor and he just couldn't get to him in time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's a service issue. And we had to go back and figure out how do we get a little more control of this? Because 115 referrals is fantastic. But if you're only closing 15 loans as of May, this is a big problem. Mm-hmm. Big problem. So what kind of stats, if someone's listening to this and they're saying, hey, I need you because I need an assistant. <laughs> I need an assistant in this particular category. What kind of stats have you or results have you had with people being able to elevate their conversion ratio? Because obviously that conversion ratio was horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it kind of starts on our side with that engagement rate. What we're doing for you is speed lead. We want to get in front of that lead immediately. And if they don't respond, continue to follow up with them. And so we average about a 57% engagement rate uh, of all of our leads. And then we break it down into what we call agent ready leads, which is kind of the final qualification step in our product. And we convert about 17% of all of our leads to agent ready. And that either means that lead is ready to take a next step with you via a phone call, an in-person consultation, uh, or just meet with you. And right. so we, we average about a 17% conversion rate from there.
2: From the 57 that are engaging?
0: From total, actually, across oh. all of our leads. Okay, yep.
2: that's what I wanted to make sure of. Yeah, so was it 17% or 57 or 17% of the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good conversion. Again, if a loan officer's listening and a realtor's listening, cause we, you know, we have both here, a title company, this is a great opportunity for a title company to share this with, or a mortgage insurance company to share this with the realtors and lenders that they're speaking with, is to have an ability to have this, this type of a, a system rather than an actual human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who calls in sick, who misses you know, this, or says something wrong to someone, or you have to follow up, did they really do it? So imagine you have some great tracking. Um, my question, my additional question for you, is this an, an app-based product as well as a desktop-based product so that while you're on the fly, you get a referral and you put their name in and boom, life happens?
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. So okay. we have mobile apps for uh, Apple and Android as well as uh, just the desktop app that you can work wherever you are. So you can take over the conversations on your phone uh, from the fly. We also work directly with many CRMs. So if you're using a CRM out there, which I hope everyone is.
2: uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the hope.
0: (laughs) We work directly with them. So we we know that the last thing that many lenders and agents want is another system to log into. Another login uh, is always hard. And we get that, so we integrate directly with a lot of CRMs. So you can kind of you can kind of upload your leads into Structurally directly from your CRM, and then kind of manage those conversations from right within your CRM uh, as well as Structurally. So we try and we try and keep our product in the background as much as possible, so there's as little management as possible.
2: I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So what what has been the If there has been, what has been the, I hate using the word struggle, so I apologize, but I'm going to use that. But what has been the struggle uh, or the, gosh, I'm I'm having a brain fade on this. What has been, uh, you know, someone who's taken this on and said, is this too much work for me to make this happen? How long does it take for this to happen? Another product, you know, another product to learn. Um, What Mm -hmm. is it? Barrier to entry. There was what Uh, I was looking for. (laughs) Good Lord! Barrier to entry. What has been the barrier to entry for anyone who's picked up this product?
0: Yeah, I think it's been pretty minimal. It's it's usually about getting it to work with your CRM, and we've made a lot of investment to to copy your lead routing rules. So if you know you have round robin uh, or agent on duty or something like that, we copy all of that lead assignment uh, and kind of have done it for you. I would say the other barrier to entry has been. Getting your scripts exactly right. A lot of people, the vast majority of our users trust us to be the experts in script writing because we see millions of conversations and right. I agree with them, we're pretty good at them. But if you want some small things, if you want to drop a piece of content or your website link into one, into your text messages, we help you out and kind of write those scripts alongside you. But that can, that can sometimes be a, a very small barrier to entry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially if you're doing like a long-term, you're going to do 26 touches. It's 26 texts that you're looking at. Come on.
0: Yeah.
2: Or go ahead, do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned a couple of CRMs that are relative to realtors. Most of the listeners on this podcast are loan officers. So what, what CRMs are you currently connected with and integrating
0: with? Yeah, we can work with pretty much any CRM. So Salesforce leads, we can work with those. Jungo, surefire, total expert. There's a ton of them. And we we just wrote a, an ebook ourselves about all of them we work with. Uh, I can't list them off on the top of my head. Right,
2: right. Okay. So yeah, so you have a bunch. And if you don't, you can just find some of the coding to help you get the integration in it.
0: It's really easy. And that's, that's the number one priority that we do during our setup and our onboarding is get, get it as integrated as possible with your CRM.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so the last question I have about all of this, and this is, most of my podcasts are are not sort of product forced in, you know, or not forced in, but just product um, related, you know, where we talk about a product. But I felt like this was really important because this is such a, a gap that people have in their business that we needed to address something that was also going to help them personally and professionally. No personally because the stress of I forgot to call them, I forgot to keep up with them was there and obviously professionally it will help with their conversion ratios. So what is it that you what what is it that you would like someone to hear about this? One one thing that you want someone to hear after having listened into this listened this far to this podcast?
0: Yeah, I would just, I would say that kind of to, to bring stats into this, I'd love to look at numbers and tracking just full circle. Like we started tracking is so important. There's a Salesforce study out there that shows that 34% of salespeople's time is spent actually selling. That means 66% of time during their week yeah, yeah. is spent not selling. And yeah, It's something that I know you talk about quite a bit that's on your website, lenders, agents, you're sabotaging your personal life, and still not spending all of your time selling, you need to think about these systems like ours, like that, that you're teaching to fill these gaps in your product so that you can have a life, go out to eat when we can do that again, spend time with your family, but all the while servicing your customers when they come in at 9pm on a Friday, the last thing that you want to do is text that lead. But that's the only thing they care about. They want to hear from you. Yeah. They inquired at 9 p.m. on a Friday, and you're going to lose that deal if you if you don't have systems or things in place to follow up with them. So figuring yeah. out those gaps and really thinking through the customer journey and using products like ours or CRM or your own system is something that you really need to be very considerate of in your customer journey.
2: Yeah. I love that. I love that. And again, for the loan officers that are listening, this is something that you can take to your realtors as you're helping them build their business. This is another, another tool in your toolbox to be able to share with them and say, Hey, I have, you know, if some, if a realtor says one of my biggest challenges right now is follow-up instead of you taking it on, which by the way, I've recommended, and I probably recommended on this podcast. You know, I've been doing this podcast for so long, I don't know what I've said and haven't said anymore. I've repeated myself 30 times on c- certain things and I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's just how it goes, right? But I think that uh, one of the things that I've suggested is, you know, if you have a realtor and that one of their challenges is follow-up, is to bring your team on and help do some of that follow-up. Well, now you can free up your team to do something else. Well, this system does the follow-up for you. And, uh, you know, of course, you don't want to buy it for the realtor because that's a risk of violation. But, you know, you want to be able to introduce these products. So I really appreciate it. So now I have lots and lots of links that I will be putting in the show notes. But what is the fastest way for someone to find out how this works? What does it look like? How much is it going to cost? Can I get a demo? Can I have a conversation with you if I have extra questions? What is the fastest way for someone to do that?
0: Yeah, it's just our website is the easiest, just structurally, that's structurely.com um, is the fastest way you can get a demo, check out our pricing and download um, a bunch of the, the content that I think you're going to uh, uh, link to, uh, including some, some ebooks on how to build systems and you can even test out our product yourself, acting as, an, as your own lead. And that's linked. Oh, cool.
2: uh, yeah, I was going to ask you that and I forgot to do that because I wanted to do that. I was like, can I be yeah. a lead? I want to I experience it on this side.
0: Yep, you can do that. Just found on our, on our structurally.com website. It's called Test Asa. And that's the name of our product. We gave it a first and a last name, Asa mm-hmm. Homes. So you can, uh, you can test Asa out there.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I absolutely love that. So now are you, are you speaking anywhere? Are you a conference? I know, forget pandemic, but just yeah. <laughs> are you attending some conferences and things that people could expect to be running into you?
0: Yeah. I mean, we were planning on attending the, the MBA conferences, the tech one. and, yep, there and, and one
2: other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think they just moved that to, to online coming yeah. in June. So we'll see what that looks like. I guess you might see us virtually there. If that's even yeah. an option. Chat there. Uh, when things come back, I know Inman is, is another one that is moved to online again for their summer session. But as soon as, soon as those come back, we'll be at those uh, as, as well as some smaller events we like to go to. But, yeah, you know, yeah. we don't really know yet. <laughs>
2: Okay, good, good. And then the last question I have is, have you explored or do you already have enterprise accounts for this? So if someone's listening and they're the manager, the CEO or COO, or it's a loan officer who wants this for their whole company, are you offering that type of a product?
0: Absolutely. And we we really like to get our foot in the door at kind of, you know, a a branch franchise, an individual office. And that's something that we've done with a number of of uh, mortgage companies uh, kind of across the country is we we'll start with one branch, one branch manager, mm-hmm. get them to love it, and then they can sell it kind of themselves internally to, to the remaining chief marketing officer up from right. there. Yeah, enterprise wide. So it's something we love to do, but love to get our foot in the door uh, with a small team uh, to start.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. That way if someone's listening, they can say, you know what, maybe I can't afford it because they have to go look and see how much it is because I have no idea. But um, if they yep. can't, they're saying, hey, maybe I can't afford it, but maybe my company could help pay half or whatever. I just want to make sure that that's an option as well.
0: Absolutely. Cool?
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. So last question I'm going to ask you today is, so how are you keeping motivated these days, um, pandemic or not? What, what are you doing to keep yourself motivated in this industry?
0: Well, um, kind of a personal note but related, I just bought my first house ever
1: uh, during
0: the pandemic, which was really exciting. So I I think it's been motivational to me, uh, because it was my first house to see the full experience from a consumer perspective. So I worked And not
2: being distracted, not being distracted by your job and stuff so that you can sit down and see it and Hopefully it was a good experience. Um, There's a lot of challenges right now in the mortgage industry, (laughs) as you probably know. Um, You could be approved one day and the next day you don't qualify. Next day the product's not even available. (laughs)
0: So yeah, there's a lot of challenges. The entire pandemic started with like the refi boom. So I think that from my experience working with my lender, everyone was just running in a million different directions. So That's something that motivates me is how can I help with my product and my business, vendors and agents focus more, even whether that be on their personal life or their business, just let them focus on what they care about more.
2: Yeah. no, oh, I love it. I love it. And that's right up our alley. So I want to say thank you so much, Nate, for joining us today and for sharing your your product that will hopefully solve some problems and fill some gaps for people that are listening in. And so I want to encourage everybody to use all the links that we have in here. And I know you, I was going to see if you had, but I don't think you did. You didn't have a special or anything that you were giving everybody. I don't, I don't think it was just more, you right know.
0: Right now you- we do. Uh, Do you, okay. During the kind of the the pandemic time, we have fifty percent off for the first three months.
2: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So we got to get this podcast released ASAP then. And if for some reason it's it's uh, released after the pandemic, because your description and definition of pandemic may be different than someone else's, okay. I think if they just mention it, you'll probably honor it for them anyway. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, I just want to say thank you again for for joining us today and sharing you know, something that will hopefully help uh, my listeners. And you know, again, listeners, uh, thank you so much for coming in and listening into us. Please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already subscribed and give us a great rating. And Nate, same thing. If you're listening, please give us a rating and a review. We really, really need more reviews to come in. I was looking at it, either I'm seeing it wrong, but I think the last review was like in 2019. And I, I don't understand it, but Please keep the reviews fresh and coming. It's really, really important to keep the podcast, you know, alive and going because it's all my time, right? And last thing I want to say is if you're not part of our membership, it's mortgagelendingmastery.com. Please go check out the membership. Be part of our entire membership community so that you can get some behind the scenes and some extra goodies and um, get some real live coaching with me online. So Thank you again for joining us today and we'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery.
1: Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit genduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's Lifetime Membership Program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.